1: This episode of Hyperspace Hangout is brought to you by Steven of Vundacast Productions.
0: Hello and welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for
1: Star Wars fans. I am Matt Starwin. And I am Ezra Skyhopper. Welcome aboard the Outcast. This is the place for all Star Wars fans where we discuss your thoughts and theories about a galaxy far, far away.
0: as yeah i just found the most epic star wars news that no one else is talking about okay okay i'm about to send you a link okay right here it's coming to your facebook page okay go click on it tell me what you think it's about something we talk about a lot on this show okay i don't understand why everyone's talking not talking about it okay After 14 years, Anakin Skywalker and the kid he killed hug it out. Yes. In 2005, Ross Biedman was a six year old and a victim of Revenge of the Sith. Now he's face to face with his fictional killer and demanding a hug. Yeah. Hayden Christensen to Ross, you know, Biedman, that's the kid who says, Master Skywalker, the youngling, you know, numero uno. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, numero uno on on the count hey there, there's a picture of them together on uh wow. on twitter so i mean i'm just saying are we going to get a forest ghost youngling could you imagine <laughs>
1: yes, I,
0: mean, I mean i'm here to
1: ask the questions that own that you know that no one's asking. yeah literally no one else is asking that question like will we see I, could i mean okay like just imagine that yeah like maybe hundreds of force ghosts like little children and they're there uh maybe they're behind you know Anakin because he 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 killed them but then on, mm-hmm. on the other side what if it's like what if it's things? like
0: there's what if it's like there's an am- amazing epic battle right um and there's like tons of stormtroopers and you know in return of the king yeah yeah the you know the battle for gondor when all of the uh, like ghosts come out and start killing everything, <laughs> re- yeah, come yeah. yeah, the undead. What yeah. if it's like, yeah, the undead. What if it's like that?
1: Yeah, it, just
0: tons of force ghost younglings that Anakin killed,
1: right? And they, I mean, how many ghosts are there? Well, One, yeah, two, too many, three. I mean, <laughs> dude, I what I what I think is happening here is like, who set this meeting up? That's what I want to know. We got to get to the real nitty gritty here. I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, because this is like did Disney set this up to hint at something. There's, you know, Hayden's been in the news quite a bit. So I'm just uh, I'm starting to think he's he's definitely coming back. And and here he is embracing this youngling. I mean, all sorts of signs. Yeah, I
0: mean, yeah, I mean, they described uh, they just this Ross Biedman They asked him about it. Uh he said he described it as the least kid-friendly moment in Star Wars. I got to agree.
1: Yep. Yep. I I, I got to agree. Yep. It was not really fair, was it, you know? Just No. There's too I many I mean, not of fair
0: them. for Anakin. It's it's one of him and, you know, hundreds of kids but somehow he pulled it out, so, you know. Yeah, I mean, they were coming
1: to him for advice. I just don't Oh, yeah, yeah I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh gosh. Wow. Well, it, great. I mean, yeah, there it is, guys. They, they call it an Order 66 reunion. Yeah, right. Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> the tough questions. Oh gosh, that's mm-hmm. that's radical. I love that. I I think I had seen that floating around somewhere. I didn't really look at the article, or read it, but that's cool that they that they met up like that. And he demanded a, a hug to hug it out,
0: you know. Yeah, it's from like, the guy. Who, yeah, it says from the guy who murdered him. He demands a hug. Yeah,
1: all is well. That's some great mending going on in the galaxy. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Captain Hugs wasn't even there, you know? Yeah. Ad- Admiral Hugs. So, Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Man. So, all wow. right. Well, hey, man. Hey, today's show promises to be pretty good. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, actually, so we're going to hop, you know, really right into it. So uh, that was a miniature version of the relay station there. But uh, this week, we're covering uh, Palpatine versus Windu. Uh, why wasn't Chewbacca mentioned for best pilot several episodes ago? I think Whoa. we're getting bashed on that. And uh, then the viability of bendemption. Wow. So we got some people uh, really, uh, you know, sending us stuff, some follow-up things to what we've talked about in previous episodes and wanting to wanting us to, to go over a few more of these topics in depth. Uh, we do have on the back burner, we'll see how the show goes today. Some origin stories and things, so we might be able to get mm-hmm. to some of that, or we might push to uh, to next week. We'll just kind of see. We so we have a transmission that may uh, find its way in,
0: like an actual audio transmission. We'll see how the show goes. Yeah, yeah. We'll let the let the force guide us here a little bit and, and see what happens. So, so uh, yeah. all right. Well, you want me to read this one? Yeah. From it's from, uh, it's, from yeah. it's from Nick Starwind. Okay, I'll I'll read it. Who actually may appear on the show? We almost it almost happened tonight. Yeah, yeah. The th- but. Yeah. The for the force has been uh there's been a disturbance in the force with, with Surez, right? I think yeah. or, I think he's been uh drinking a little too much uh coffee with Kenobi, so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Force was not with me, that's for sure. Yeah, but that's okay. Mm. Um, Here we go. Greetings from Nick Starwin. I agree with you that Obi-Wan is without a doubt the best of all the Jedi. He honors the code and makes a perfect role model for what a Jedi should be. I would have to argue with you about Palpatine, though. I feel like Palpatine could have killed Windu, but he sensed Anakin and knew that, uh, that Anakin and Windu had strife between them. He judged that if he could force Anakin to save him, it would be his best bet of turning him to the dark side, uh, the better side. He says in parentheses. <laughs> I agree. You know, the, 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 yeah. Um, I think that it, uh, it, if it, if it wasn't intentional, he would have went for Windu uh, first when he had surprise on his side also in the canon Clone Wars show Palpatine easily defeats both Darth Maul and Savage Opris using only lightsabers so he's no slouch as we would say Mm -hmm. when it comes to lightsaber fights sorry for the lengthy transmission long live the Empire wow first of all amen yeah long live so uh (laughs) wow yeah you know um the, the the thing I I think about here though is, you know, sometimes I I I go so so back and forth on Darth Maul because I'm like, how, just how good is Darth Maul? Sometimes I'm here and I'm like, you know, Darth Maul's a monster. He's 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 a boss. Whatever. He kills Qui Gon, um, but then he loses to a young Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is it because Obi Wan's just that good? Yeah. Or is it be <laughs> yeah. Yeah. or or um is it because he does he kills Savage Opress. I I I have been kind of going back and just watching clips of the Clone Wars because uh, I haven't really watched it in its entirety so I've just been kind of going back and, and seeing and I did see that clip I mean he just kind of yeah kind of wastes him and then he he's pretty easily also beats Darth Maul but I think Darth Maul loses loses a little of his edge after he loses to Obi one because the Clone Wars Darth Darth Maul to me. Doesn't seem as powerful as Darth Maul appears to be in the original movie or in, in, in the movie in yeah. episode in, in episode one. So that could just be some of the Clone Wars. Sure. But I would argue that if Palpatine could have I, I feel like Palpatine had to hold off Windu and get rid of some of the other guys because he he needed to make the fight.
1: A little more fair onto him, yeah. What you mean? That's why he went for some of the. Uh, yeah, absolutely. There's there's just too many Kit of them. Fisto and others. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and maybe you know, like like getting the jump on on Windu, isn't as easy as as one would think, and and so he knew that there was opportunity to, to quickly take out the others because he does very fast, uh, take take them out, and then focuses everything on on Windu versus I wonder what it would have been like if if he's only able to use the element of surprise on on Master Windu it takes him out but then it, it takes a little bit longer so then he loses the edge that he has on the other three and then mm-hmm. he's fighting you know three three Jedi um you know masters slash uh, knights in there so that's uh that's interesting I never really thought about why I always thought it was just the way that they're positioned and and he, and he takes out some of the lesser uh, characters, if you will, kind of minor uh, to us watching that show, uh, watching that movie. But yeah, I I've actually heard it both ways. I've heard that that uh, Palpatine, you know, knew that Anakin was coming, knew that this would be a chance to kind of turn him to the dark side. I mean, if if Anakin shows up and everyone and all the Jedi are just dead, and here is, you know, Palpatine still just saying they attacked me and like they're. They're in the wrong and all this kind of stuff, but yet the the Jedi are laying. they dead. I mean, it's it's a harder sell. You know what I mean? It's harder for him right. to sell this to, to Anakin. So, um, and the and the and the Senate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying that they that they've scarred him and that that he's uh, you know marked in that in in that way. So I I don't know. I still think um, it, it would have been interesting to if there wasn't that manipulation going on just to see them full-on, no trying to persuade Anakin, because they're both actually a little bit distracted, I would say, in, in that they're trying to speak to, like, they're, they're both trying to deal with Anakin in their own way. And if, if, if Anakin's not there, I kind of wonder what would have happened, you know? Who would have won in that fight?
0: Yeah, I... So, you know, I, w- I want to save a lot of our Episode 3 talk for our big Episode 3 discussion, but if you go back to the beginning of that movie... Um, you know, when when they finish Count Dooku and the ship's beginning to crash, Palpatine says to, you know, Palpatine says to Anakin, "Leave Obi Wan. You know, we we we've got a hurry." And Anakin says, "His fate will be the same as ours." Mm-hmm. And then you go back to Episode One, where uh, you know Queen Amidala, Padme, decides to go do the invasion, and it kind of throws Palpatine off guard. Um, and I think that. I don't know if Palpatine actually could have beaten Mace Windu. I think he just probably, like a Sith, thinks he could beat Mace Windu. Because if you go watch the clip where Darth Maul fights Obi-Wan in Rebels, mm-hmm. right? Is that Rebels or Clone Wars? Is it? Is it?
2: Where Darth it's Maul fights obi Re- Re- Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fights. And he
0: dies. And he dies where yeah, Darth Maul dies. In Rebels. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Rebels. Right. Okay. So, I mean, that. first of all, that I, I just went back and rewatched it. It's pretty sweet. Well, mm-hmm. I should say I watched it. Yeah, yeah. Um and you know Darth Maul is going to challenge Old Man Obi Wan Kenobi, and he kind of believes he's going to beat him. Yep he kicks he kicks his fire, and then Obi Wan I mean, literally just like one slashes him. Yeah. And it's like and and it's over. Yeah. And so I think you know when you think about Darth Vader, when you think about when you think about uh, Palpatine in Return of the Jedi, it's it's kind of interesting because he, uh, you know he talks he it's not this not that the Sith are arrogant. But it's just kind of how his character comes comes across is that they they simply believe, yeah, they're better, yeah, which is so whether whether he actually is or isn't, um, I I think is interesting. It's also interesting, you know, when you think about Return of the Jedi when he says, you know, your lack of, your uh, your faith in your friends is yours is you know is is your, d- yeah, is your downfall your, your, yeah your, your, your downfall right and so it's almost like his his faith in that Anakin would be the one to save him and so. It's just hard for me to believe that that character who would say that to Luke is the same character who would have all this faith in Anakin. Um, I just don't see I just don't really see any like true Sith having, you know, air quote faith in uh, another Sith or, you know, even his his kind of plot, his planning. I think it's just kind of I mean, it's probably a little bit of both, but I don't think it's entirely that he let Mace Windu win. And then, because he knew Anakin was coming,
1: yeah, that's interesting that you brought up that quote from Return of the Jedi, though, when he scolds Luke and says, you know, that he's scolding him, saying that his faith in his friends, um, right, you know, is, is sort of his shortcoming or his undoing. And yeah, to think that he, he, man, because it's it's a balance between does he have faith in Anakin or is he just so confident in the plan that he set up. That this this mm-hmm. maybe he's he, maybe he just so as you said he so believes and he he so knows that he's set up the perfect situation to where right. he's got Anakin, you know, eating out of his hand essentially. And if he just gets here, um, I mean, it's almost like he could foresee that that Windu would not bring him along on the initial force to bring Palpatine in. And that right there is the big that's the that's the game changer. That's that's huge. Right. Right. Well,
0: I mean, think about this though: is it's it's not really that so he would have to not only he would have to you know allow himself someone to get put in that situation but also it's not just that mace windu beats him it's also that mace windu then decides i want to kill him because if anakin talks windu into having him arrested then the plan may not go as well as so you know was it palpatine's plan to also get rid of mace windu by having anakin essentially kill him and and join him because if if he doesn't though then you know like mace windu saying he could have a fixed trial mm-hmm. because he you know he he is the he is the senate of course yeah yeah so i you know i i don't i think palpatine's kind of like well worst case scenario i'll i'll just be put into this you know i'll just win a trial and i can still get rid of the jedi so I do you think Palpatine views it as it's a win-win either way or
1: he could, I don't know it seems like um, it seems like it seems like Palpatine would have to I don't know. Well what's unexpected is that mace Windu wants to kill him. He's too dangerous to be taken in alive because right. at first he says you're under arrest. Yes, yeah um, and and he doesn't surrender and then once he once he really um, reveals himself, it is just kind of shocking it's also sh- it's sh- it's shocking to Anakin that he that he doesn't take him in um alive. I mean what if Windu uh, in, in that moment now Windu facing Anakin and Palpatine there's just no i that's right. too much i think. Well i
0: think i think Anakin and Obi-Wan were more powerful than both of them at that point. Windu and Palpatine. Oh you think so yeah. Yeah. Well um you know it's it's interesting because they talk, you know, they uh, they, they talk about how uh, Obi-Wan is, as, you know, they, he's talking about it, I think it's is it is it, episode ep- is it episode two? Yeah. Right. Where Obi-Wan's or where Anakin is talking about Obi-Wan saying he is as skilled as he's as skilled as Mace Windu in a lightsaber and as strong as Master Yoda in the force. And so at that point, those guys have been training with those guys for years. So they would know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I feel like they would have they would actually have to know just how powerful Mace Windu is, and actually, and to say that in regard to them, especially when Anakin you know kind of is put off by them quite often, yeah. Um, to still have to still be able to acknowledge just how powerful he is, I feel like clearly Mace Windu is really powerful in the Force or in as a lightsaber fighter.
1: Yeah. Oh, I, I, absolutely. Um. Yeah, and that that is high marks from from Anakin to say that you know he's he's as uh, powerful as Master Windu and as wise as Master Yoda. And that's that's huge, and, and I almost sometimes I've wondered if that's like bragging rights for him too, though, and that like this is my master and I'm learning from one of the best, um, right. which is something that Anakin would would maybe say. But yeah, I mean he gets a, he gets that seat on the council, uh, you know later on, and, and so, you know Obi Wan is I, I agree with you he's he's definitely a big deal, but. As to whether it's such a tough question to, to I, I would love to maybe even do a poll like I mean Palpatine does win you know he does actually beat Mace Windu um, but it's like because of this trickery and it's almost like you know one of Mace Windu's downfalls is he's been so short-sighted he hasn't been able to see the advantage in like why wouldn't you take Anakin? you know he's he's such a strong powerful and i get he's his whole thing is he's too close to this um and i mean mace windu even says i don't trust him well i mean like anakin doesn't trust you because of the shadiness that you're doing you guys are violating you 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 know remember obi-wan approaches him in 3 and says uh that uh he gives him the special assignment right you're you're on this council who are the other who were the other two jedi that go with
0: him he takes Kit Fisto, and he, who's the other guy? He takes two other—it's like three people, right? It's four Jedi go in? Yeah. It, it's Windu, uh, Kit—it's Windu, Kit, Fisto, and, uh, two, and, and two other and well, two Well, let me look guys. it up, because I think you've asked me this before, and I never remember. But, I, I mean, you're taking four Jedi in.
1: Uh, I feel like you should be okay. Oh, we, yeah, but I mean—yeah, you would think. <laughs> you would think— um, you would. I mean, you would think. But, yeah, so it's so it's him and three others. So, yeah, four on one should have been good odds, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, let's see. I want to figure this out real quick because I do want to know. Kit Fistu and it's like. Oh, it's it's uh, Mace Windu, Kit Fistu, Agen Kolar,
0: and Saïs Ten. Okay.
1: I'm not as familiar with those other two Jedi that he takes. Yeah, let me just. Because one of them's a master, and like, like one of them sits on the council, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Kit Fisto's on the council, isn't he? Yes, um, but I think one of the other ones that we that we kind of struggle, or I don't always remember uh, his name. Is also on the council. I was just trying to look that up real quick. Well, we'll come back to that. So, yeah, I mean, you've got pretty boss individuals coming, anyways to to take to take Palpatine. So, I mean, there's something to be said then for Palpatine, to, to Nick's point. He he takes out three, takes out a Jedi Master, Kit Fisto. Mm-hmm. No problem. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm with you.
1: You know, now we haven't heard how those guys rank up to, you know, I mean, you have to go to the Clone Wars to hear more about some of them, but uh, in the films, anyways, like how they rank up to Windu and Yoda. That's why it is cool that we had that little comparison, that little nod from Anakin to, to suggest that Obi-Wan... Uh, is, is one of the best and he should be because Soul thing started with him back in four. Um so I'm not finding even the link that you found. I was gonna look those guys up. You want to look those Jedi Knights up and see if um which ones were masters? I, I think a, they might a, have all been masters. About them. So Yeah I'll do that.
0: Okay. So Um Agen Kolar is a master. Okay. And uh, Sayis or S- how I don't know how, how you pronounce that is a member of the Jedi Council. So, yeah. So huh. yeah, I mean, so they're all they're all definitely uh they're all definitely
1: pretty legit Jedi. Right. Wow. So I don't know. I mean, I th- I think uh, this is a really good one for 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 the poll because. Window, they're 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 shocked, right? The Sith have not, even though Qui-Gon warned them that they're back and all this stuff is happening, and they're facing um, Count Dooku. They know they know that he's a, a former, you know, he's a fallen Jedi, uh, one of their order who's who's fallen, and they're they're, they're fighting him. He's even warned Obi-Wan about uh, the Sith being in charge, and then now Anakin is in there um, figuring this out. It's, it's still go back to Episode Two, like you said. They're they're sitting directly across from him. That, yes, they are. I, I mean, one of the things that I think I forget who it, who it was. Uh, they say that you know, should we inform the Senate that we've lost the ability to use the force? And it's like, maybe, maybe you should. And I know Yoda says, <laughs> "Yeah, I think that, yeah." <laughs> like I think Yoda says, "Like only multiply our adversaries would." But it's like, um, hold on a second here. Something's really shifting. You know, maybe you need to let people know that. And and but then they were they were fearful that the Sith had already infiltrated. The Senate, and so they knew that their enemy was there. So I get that warning from Yoda, but it's like, man, it's just I don't, he's he's the ultimate mastermind. Palpatine's just he's he's epic in so many ways. I kind of am starting to lean towards you know Nick here and just that, yeah, Mace Windu is 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 epic, but Palpatine is just that good. He's just that good, and I think he did maybe have this thing planned out uh, to. To turn Anakin, he kind of maybe foresaw some of it. Uh, so, yeah, it's just it's too much. It's you know for, for him to reveal himself there, um, to be revealed to, to to Anakin. You know, he starts that process before he goes to Windu and says that uh, Chancellor Palpatine is the Sith Lord that we've been looking for. I mean, he has that little interaction with him too. So maybe that was his first attempt to try to bring Anakin on. But what he does there is he gives Anakin. This nugget, and he did it back at the um, when he has him there in like the theater uh, kind of arena uh, t- telling him about this power, this ability to lose you know t- to um, to save people from dying, save those that he loves from dying. and the other thing is too i I, I hadn't thought about this um, this came to me about like almost a year ago, and it was crazy that I had never thought about it before, but some of the dreams that Anakin sees, some of the premonitions or, or whatever it is that he is seeing, uh, it's interesting that Palpatine knows to play on those, right? You know, we talk about Snoke yeah. knowing the thought and the intent of, of Ray and, and, you know, Kylo and what's going on, the Force connection that is there. It, I could see Palpatine, I think it may even be confirmed somewhere, I'm not actually sure, that he might have uh, placed those visions or dreams of her dying in childbirth. I mean, it really does happen, so, you know, it's it's like, Maybe what, what was it? Palpatine just kind of watching in on that, and knew that he was having some of those pre- premonitions, and then uses that against him. Or did he plant some of that, uh, and then it ends up coming true? You know, it, it's it's. Well, I mean, think about it. it you know, S- Snoke says Snoke at least knows about Kylo
0: Ren and Ray's connection. Whether or not he was the one that actually planted it or not, so it certainly
1: seems like something that's possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. I, yeah, I still. So so at the end of the day you still think Mace Windu could have beat him. It was just that Yes. Yeah, I think he could have beat him. I think he could have. I just think he's tricked. He's bait. He that's what the Sith do. I mean, it's it's deception and he he let Windu believe that he was defenseless and unarmed. And Windu even knows though as he's striking him down, he's he's too dangerous to be left alive. And so he knows that he still has these uh, powers, if you will, and stuff. It's just I don't know. It's very interesting, and su- it's such a risk too. Then for for Palpatine, he's watching back and forth between Anakin and Windu, and Anakin saying, "You know, I need him," uh, and and he's just he's just he's seeing it all come come true. He he, he you know he definitely still. Do you, do you think Palpatine was still def- defenseless? I guess uh, at the moment that
0: Anakin actually saves him. I wouldn't say defenseless because he clearly is able to. He's you know talks about like I'm gonna die. I can't, and then he says you know unlimited power next. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean certainly he has a lot of force lightning because so it it left, looks left like he's him. beat right. I mean it looks like he's been absolutely beat. Yeah, I mean it 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 obviously takes a huge toll on his body.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's like this is all some some massive cell just to get his. His apprentice. So, at the end of the day, you know Palpatine just is the mana- he's the master of deception, manipulation, and, yeah, and all that good yeah. stuff. So he wins. So anyway, we'll put it to a poll and see what people what people think. I mean, you know, Samuel L. Jackson's still out there saying that uh, Mace Windu's not dead. So yeah, he may show up episode.
0: You know, ep- right. episode nine. Breaking news: uh, Mike Zero confirmed yep. it. So
1: we're going with it. Mm-hmm.
0: How it how it could happen?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so. All right, well, let's – um. okay, so that was Palpatine versus Windu. Let's get into this uh, Chewbacca conversation because even in the Facebook group, I don't know if he ever got into the poll if he was mentioned there. I think and, he was, but I just don't was think he, he got a lot of votes. I yeah. see. Okay, okay. And some of you who aren't in the Facebook group, you know, uh, we had people kind of adding – when we make a poll, people will go in and add kind of funny options, and it just it just evolves out of nowhere. I think I actually voted for um, the last Starfighter, you know, so I was, I was like, really – trying to put the two universes together. Um, But uh, Chewbacca, man, I mean, why was he not listed here? So we've got a a transmission uh, from Sam from the Bearded Clan. All right. Uh, Says, hey, guys, uh, I'll I'll keep this transmission short. I've watched The Hollows many times to gain insight, and I've meditated on this topic for some time. I am in awe that Chewbacca has not been in the uh, conversation uh, or in contention for best pilot. he is there flying like a boss by himself uh, in a ship designed to be flown by two pilots uh, you know on on multiple occasions. Wow uh, you know two cases that are most notable so here we go he's gonna run through a couple of these uh, running from ties while Han and Luke man the guns okay and even more impressively on crate while Ray is gunning and chewie's uh, uncooked dinner getting in the way yeah he's, he's sort of flying solo right uh, just saying he's very impressive and should at least be mentioned plus every time Han uh, has pulled some admittedly impressive moves he's had a co-pilot and Poe yes obviously he is great but he's flying a small ship designed for combat uh, let's get Chewy in a one man slash Wookiee ship designed to be maneuvered and uh, I bet he could fly some circles around these other guys just giving the Wookiee wow. some love from the Outer Rim. Thanks for the time and keep up the great conversations. Holy smokes, man! I tell you what, Jamie would be our Ohio Chewie from the Five Hundred First would be very happy to hear that that Chewbacca got a mention in here for best pilot. Yeah,
0: I think uh, I think you're right, man. Chewie, I think. Chewie's the one character I just don't know what's going to happen in Episode 9. Dude, I know. I know. I just don't know. I, I think he might die.
1: Dude, how... Hate to, I hate to say it, but... I don't think so. I I hope... Yeah, I, I hope you're wrong. I <laughs> just say that. I um, Do you want him to die? You don't want him to die. No, you? I definitely do not. Okay, I you definitely think do may. not. Yeah. Well, I do think, though...
0: Uh, if it were like a poetic ending, mm-hmm. if it were some sort of poetic ending, what if he, what, okay, hold on. Come on. A second here. Okay. What if in Ben, De- like Ben Demption happens and, or like they were going to kill Leia or something and Chewie dives, saving Han Solo's son or, you know, his wife and mm-hmm. Leia, right? Yeah. And so it's like he's fulfilling his life debt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would
1: be cool. That would be cool. I mean,
0: to kind of see. That would right. be the, that would be like a poetic ending. If it were just like some random, you know, I, I don't want that. But it, mm-hmm. it would obviously have to be something very poetic.
1: Yeah, really something really meaningful. Sure. Yeah. Well, it's like oftentimes in the EU, I mean, that was the struggle that Chewie often had. He, what was, should he go with, you know, do you protect Han? Or once he had children and then he has a wife his life debt, you know, extended to them. And he felt an obligation. He was kind of torn. Like, well, which way do I go? Why can't we all stay together? And it was often Luke who would come in and sort of like, you know, manage things and, and figure out a way for Chewie to, to be um, confident that one person was safe and protected. You know, if too many solos were in harm, in harm's way, Chewie just didn't know what to do. Right. He's, he's just, he's just upset. Um, So yeah, you're right. It, It would be very poetic to see him save, uh maybe as a part of the Ben bendemption process mhm that would be wild yeah
0: but but i will i will, I will give you know, sam sam some some love here and yes Chewie is uh an amazing co-pilot and and pilot as well and he definitely does not get as enough he doesn't get he doesn't get a, as much recognition as uh as he deserves as a pilot
1: yeah absolutely well i think he brings up the you know, piloting the the Falcon solo and all this kind of stuff, and uh, yeah, he's he's making his own maneuvers and, and things. It's it's fantastic. Plus, he's always doing all the work. You know, I mean, Han's always like is, telling Chewie to fix this or fix that. It's it's he knows that ship inside now. Yeah, I mean, so is R two D two. So I mean, let's not let's not <laughs> forget that. But <laughs> hey, man, even C three PO gets a little bit of credit. You know, they hooked hooked, hooked the does. professor up to the computer, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So. But yeah, cool. So we'll definitely keep uh, Chewie in mind as as one of the best pilots. I hope he has some sick moves in the Rise of Skywalker. I hope we actually see some some great piloting. We're gonna see him and Lando together, which will be mm-hmm. fantastic, I think. And, yeah, absolutely. You know, I think one of the things that uh, that that Chewie could bring to that movie is he, how much does he know? I mean, how much information does does Chewbacca know? Does he know a lot about uh? what happened between Ben and and Han or be- between in, in the solo family. I feel like he could shed a little bit of light, even if it's just one or two sentences on what took place and give us some more ideas as to why Ben fell to the dark side. He may yeah. even, I mean, he's been, he's yeah.
0: been around for a long time.
1: He's in episode three. Yeah. He's in solo. He's in four five and six. Oh I yeah. Mean, yeah. He, he's been around a long time. He's seen a lot of the stuff happen, right? He kind of, he can carry a lot of that story. So, I'm also thinking that, you know, if, if um, like, who left Ray on Jakku? Is there, is there something Lando can tell us about that? Was Chewie a part of the whole situation? Was it Chewie? <laughs> Was it Chewie? <laughs> yeah. I mean, really. Like, I mean, if she is somehow related uh, to Han Solo, even if it's just, like, niece or even daughter or whatever it may be, then, yeah, life debt extends to her, too. So, mhm. Now, I'd have to go back and look. I think they there, there was actually the Aftermath book, Life Debt, and that's one I kind of skimmed through really quickly. I don't know if um what all took place in that, to be quite frank. I need to go back and look, because th- I've heard rumors that the Life Debt is a little bit different here in, like, New Canon and the way Chewie is kind of going about all of it. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and, and does it end with, with Han's death and all that kind of stuff, you know, so things we can explore, I guess. Down the road okay so all right well uh, i got one here from uh, admiral
0: fitzy hello again fellow space travelers admiral fitzy here i'd love to hear more of your thoughts on the real uh, viability of ben i hate myself for using that word i've always felt star wars was cavalier about redemption how easily Anakin is embraced and forgiven, appearing as a force ghost with old light side pals. He was a mass murder of children of countless people and complicit in the eradication of billions on a planet. That's a lot of red ink in the ledger, <laughs> but no real conversation about that in the series. Uh, I mean, amen. I'm yeah. not saying anyone is beyond forgiveness. Hell, I'm Christian. You can embrace Christ in your dying breath and be saved i'm okay with that but there is almost no conversation about what a recovery road should be a real path to redemption versus just turning on a master to save a child and all is well vader died so there is no opportunity for discussion what about kylo ren If he turns the light and survives, what is in store for him? How easily is he embraced? He destroyed many planets as well as mowed down his father, an epic hero above almost all others. How do you come back from that in a practical sense? Uh, he says, like galactic prison, let alone a spiritual sense. I'm not saying it can ha- it it can't happen, or that I'm not rooting for it. Of course, we want him in the light, but in I'd love a deeper, more meaningful conversation or consequence and atonement in the real in the world of Star Wars. Maybe turning your soul is enough, and that's the reward and, and positive outcome, and that's okay. Thoughts, Admiral Fitzy. Um, I have a great Star Wars response to that, but I want to give an enormous disclaimer before I say it. Oh, boy. This will 100% spoil the absolute epic story that is Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Wow. Yeah. So, complete spoiler warning. If you have not played Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, I strongly encourage you to because the original game is absolutely amazing and the story is complete brilliance so now we're, we're diving in in mm-hmm. star wars uh knights of the old republic i should say the the first one the not the old republic knights of the old republic you know you play as revan and part of the whole thing is that the jedi council of the time kind of lies to you And you realize at the end of the game, oh, I'm Darth Revan. Mm -hmm. I was this Sith Lord, but it is possible for you to turn and all is kind of forgiven. Now, it is a game and, you know, it's a shorter story and you have impact on the things you do in that story. But that is kind of the uh, like the outcome of that is that he, you know, Darth Revan becomes kind of good and ends up defeating Darth Malik and at the Star Forge and and, and all of that. So, um, there is some Star Wars, you know, language for that. Also the force yep. Unleashed is is similar. you're you're a clone of Vader, or well, uh, you know, really, uh, the second one you're a clone. but um, you know you're a you're a Sith, essentially, you're Darth Vader's apprentice, but in the true ending of that game is, uh, you go to the light side, and then Vader kind of kills you. But so there is also kind of redemption there as well. You become a Jedi. You go from a Sith to a Jedi. So,
1: yeah, it's it's unfortunate because the other examples that that even I have are all kind of in literature or as as uh, Matt has just mentioned in a video game. So it's like I think the idea is could we see more of this explained with, with, uh, with Ben, in, in this Ben Demption process, if that's something that's going to happen, because for example, Mara Jade goes through some of that, uh, kind yeah, of she does a li- it's a little different um, there's a character, if we want to get real deep, um, in the Darkness Crisis Raynar Thal, uh, who kind of goes haywa- hay- you know, hay- haywire and comes back later on, and has a massive process, and has like, major regrets and things, and just stuff he has to kind of deal with so yeah, there's a couple but they're they're in the EU and they're in this that's not you know right out there. Even for the in the scene. EU I would say there's definitely far less Sith that become
0: Jedi. But Kylo Ren, I think it's safe to say, was a Jedi who became a Sith mm-hmm. and then goes back to a Jedi, so kind of mirroring Anakin, who, you know, Jedi, Sith, mm-hmm. Jedi. Um yeah, but I don't. I can't think of a lot of. Not that this is this is the case, because uh, this is more Anakin's story. But I can't think of a lot of Sith who just end up becoming Jedi, who end up going the other way.
1: Uh, yeah, no. I mean,
0: like a lot. A lot of the stories are Jedi who kind of lose their way, or like Kyle Katarn, mm-hmm. uh, you know, gets kind of outcast and 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 stuff like that, and uses some dark powers, but, um. I can't think of a lot of
1: Sith who end up becoming Jedi. I mean, Revan does. Right. There's a couple. I'm looking here. This, this is real deep and sweaty, though. This is some. Um, ugh. Yeah, we're not even gonna go into this because some of this is like old Republic stuff, and it's you know year, right. years. But there, there's you're right. There's not none that I could name off the top of my head. I had to go look it up. So yeah, there's a. Yeah, most Jedi have turned. But we hear about Jedi who have turned to the dark side and become Sith, um, as you say, Exar Kun, Darth Malak. Um, wow.
0: You know, does that say something though
1: about the Jedi, mm? or
0: is it, or is it just, or is it just the general narrative of the st- people who you think write Star Wars stories? Because it should be both ways, because the Force balances itself. So there should be in theory an equal number of Sith who struggle with the light side
1: mm-hmm yeah
0: yeah it seems like because I think because I think the force so let let's say that the that the dark side of the force is calling is calling to Ray and so that's just naturally where she would go I mean I'm not saying that but you know she's at the cave and Luke you went right to it as uh-huh. if it was a as if it was a bad thing, you know. I think you and I view the force as the force decides what it wants. So if the force wants Kylo Ren to become a light side uh, guy, no matter how hard he struggles, that's what's going to happen. And vice versa, if the force is is pulling Ray to the dark side, then it, you know that that could be the
1: that could be the path. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's just. See, we need to understand like like the. The Force, it's, it's crazy when you start thinking about it. Like, is the Force really... Because sometimes we think the Force is this benevolent, good thing, right? But, uh, but clearly, when you hear about in, in, in the Old Republic, um, the Sith Lords who would draw upon it used it in a different way. And it fueled them, and it, like, they, they needed it. It was their lifeblood. They, they thrived. So, but then the Jedi do as well. So there are two sides to it, right? Um, a light and a dark side but is it all just one thing? Is it just the Force, or is it the light side of the Force and the dark side of the Force? Or are they one... In, you know, does that make sense? Yeah, oh, I 100% agree. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. Yeah, that, that's sort of the thing we you have to kind of think about. So is it the... That's what that's the way it's always been framed, is that it's the dark side calling to Ray, which would make it seem like, well, that's something different. It's something opposite. But then we often just brand it as the Force. You know, it's 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 all one thing because you, as you were saying the force wants to balance itself out so think about it like that so is the force it is both light and dark then and i it, think
0: so i think i i think you have to think of that
1: yeah so it's just like uh hm yeah it's just kind of mind-boggling to when you, when you think about it like it's 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 got two mi- it's got two uh, I don't know. Two sides to it. That's see, I don't know. We, I need to pull up some more more stuff and and look at what what Qui Gon kind of termed as like the living force and then the cosmic force, and and look at that a little bit more and, and things because yeah, there's just a lot to that. There's, that's a deep deep conversation, you know. Um, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he, 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 here's a question for you though. So back to this Ben Dimson thing, do You're still a believer in it, but how would it, like, how do we go about it in a way that uh, we see him kind of struggle? Well, we're not going to really see that in this movie, are we? I mean, if if Ben Demption happens, it's sort of like, he's dark, he's dark, he's dark, and then something happens that's going to cause him to make the switch or make the change, and he'll come back to the light side, and, but then... What would happen in the EU typically is that he would go down the like years of just like um, re- maybe regretting um, what he had done or trying to you know meditate and and cleanse himself of the evil deeds that had taken place, right? And mm-hmm. I think that is what the question is here from Admiral Fitzy. like why do we just kind of all right? Vader's just honky dory hanging out with his pals. Uh, because he made one decision turned back let's ignore the billions who were killed and all this other stuff like what are the consequences for that right yeah i mean
0: yeah i mean the the issue we run into it with this next movie is time you know it's something we talked about last time is you want to have this ben demption story you want to have some closure with leia you want to have all of this stuff you're gonna have to yeah, Palpatine you're gonna have to really explain You're gonna you're gonna have to kind of Cram it all into a possibly a two and a half hour Movie so I don't think I don't think We're gonna learn I think a lot of people think we're gonna learn Like great revelations about the force In this movie I don't I think it's Just kind of I, I think that I think that's something that's easier Easily more explained in Like e, EU or, or new Canon or whatever you want to
1: call it mm-hmm. Yeah but but really, we're never going to see like a character. I mean, he is sort of saying from time to time that he's like he's struggling with the call to the light side, which is yeah. interesting about him. But <clears throat> we're not going to see something where he goes on this path of penance and he's he's trying to redeem himself no. or whatever. No, uh, I no, do not he, think we'll see that. It's it's a, it's a quick turn at the end. He's back. He's doing what's right, and he's made that decision to do what's right, and then he's fighting. And we're, just, we're stuck in that moment. It's, it's probably the climax, and he's got to bring it home and save everybody. And he, he's realizing in that moment that he's been deceived. See, that's the other thing, too, is that a lot of the blame sometimes is cast on, on Palpatine or whoever it is, Snoke, who deceived him. I mean, even Leia is saying that, right? Uh, it was Snoke who turned him. Snoke who, who got into his head and, and started to kind of pull him to the dark side. So it's you know it's still his fault partially right for for falling to the dark side but yeah. um they're giving a lot of that blame over well, to Well unless you want
0: to unless you want to blame unless you just want to blame Luke. Mhm. Which I think some people will. I think some people will say well it's really Luke that caused him to turn. Yeah. Yeah. So what is it that caused like Anakin to turn? Well, I mean, I, well, for starters, it was years of Palpatine persuading him yeah. and his I mean, his his kind of love for his mother. And so I think Anakin was always kind of mixed, had mixed emotions. Um, I think Kylo Ren, we don't know. We don't know about lot about mm-hmm. him as young. Right. Um, we're kind of led to believe that it was this one single moment. Where where Luke, you know, this like such a traumatic moment that caused him to hate Luke and and fear, you know, the Jedi or all, any of that stuff. So with Anakin, then it was is mostly, you know, his love for his mother and love for Padme. Um, yeah. I,
1: yes. Yeah. And I mean, it, and I mean,
0: and 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 the and the Jedi being dicks to him. Yeah. For for you. I mean, for years and years, we don't want to train him. Mm-hmm. Then you know you're arrogant and always being told he's wrong, and then you have Palpatine sitting there saying like, "Oh no, I think I think the Jedi are wrong." Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like I mean, it, could, it literally could not have been easier for Palpatine. Uh,
1: I mean, and still they won't seat you on the council. Still, they won't give you the rank of master. Still, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I I would say it's it's even though we don't see it as much because we have the prequels to kind of look at uh, Palpatine and Anakin's relationship. Uh, from what Leia tells us, just that Snoke was there from the beginning, and we get the idea that he was uh, manipulating uh, Ben Solo, which makes me wonder. Which makes me wonder, like, how close was he to this temple? How did he know the Solos? It seems like he was um, on a, on an intimate level right. of, of of some kind. The other thing is, when Luke is looking into his mind, he had been sensing. Like he shows up there for a reason because he's he's kind of sensing that something is wrong. Uh, and actually, Leia sends Ben to Luke because they, she sensed a darkness and was hoping that Luke could help him with it and mm-hmm. it ends up that he, he just he can't so in his perspective as you said when Ben looks at Luke he says like that's what drove me to the dark side Luke has betrayed me you know it's like Luke took out his lightsaber and was going was gonna to try and kill me that's the one thing that pushed me off but from Luke and Leia and everyone else's perspective it's sort of like he's been headed down the, this path for a long time and Luke saw mm-hmm. into his mind and saw that there was just it was he was full on dark side, just just couldn't believe it was and and, and that it, it's almost like there was wards and there were blocks up in in uh, Ben's mind that that had kind of kept Skywalker from noticing what was happening and so I can really believe then that Snoke was tampering with him and and, and using him if Snoke is as powerful as we think he is, or if Snoke is a puppet to Palpatine
0: mm-hmm.
1: but yeah, it's interesting yeah. to look at how characters fall and why. And why they fall. Because I would often discuss just the idea that Ben fell to the dark side because his mother lying to him, them keeping the truth from him. His father doing God knows what. Maybe Chewbacca can tell us. Orlando. We're not sure what went wrong there. Uh, Luke kind of not being able to help him and being afraid of that power and being afraid of the dark side that was in him and that was growing. Um, So those are some things that kind of, you know, led him down to this, this dark path. And then, as you said, the treatment uh, of, of Anakin. So to parallel the two, to go back to Anakin, it's like he was treated poorly by people around him as well. I think what's worse for Ben is that he was treated poorly by his family. He was yeah. treated poorly by his, by his mother and his father and his uncle Luke, whereas Anakin loved his mother, and she was trying to do what was best for him. And so that's it's a little different. I hope there's more to and, why Ben and, fell to the dark side. And really quick, and with and yeah, as you're as you're saying,
0: I mean, w- even though it's Obi Wan, really is the closest thing to family that Anakin has, and he actually is still supportive of him. Yeah, you know they'll they'll accept you in time. You just have to have patience. You know, patience is what he's is what he preach is what he's preaching. So even when even when Anakin gets upset, you know he's he's holding me back and and all of this stuff he's but he still talks about Obi-Wan in high regards. And he's he like I'm I'm stronger than him, you know, and he's he still views him though, you know, as his brother and 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 all of that stuff. So um Yeah, so he, he, he it's like yeah, just you have the council being dicks, but he does still have that kind of strong supportive family element as well. Mhm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, ag- agreed. It's just with, with this whole Ben redemption arc you, you kind of want. Um, do you think we have to know why he turned? Do you think we need to know some of that for us to understand and almost forgive him I, a little bit? I th- oh, I think I think we'll get a little bit more of it. Yeah, I definitely because they
0: teased it in seven. They showed a little bit more of an eight, and I think with the Knights of Ren being in this movie,
1: I think we'll I think we'll get quite a bit more. Yeah, we, yeah. Look, look at the way that uh, Adam Driver kind of he talks about how he had this idea in mind playing uh, Kylo Ren, Ben Solo. In that every time he's talking to Ray, he was, he, he's, um, almost mocking her in that, like, asking if Luke had told her the story. And he, and she's like, he, you know, he told me everything. And he's just kind of looking at her like, uh, you know, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. He didn't. And that's, that's, he can kind of tell that she doesn't know the, the, the true story. And, mm-hmm. and there seems to be a lot that he has, that he wants to say, but he's not going to. He just realizes you don't know the whole story. And he kind of, uh, once she does then they make that 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 uh, connection uh there but yeah i think we have to get more to understand why he fell to the dark side and then we'll accept him coming back to the light side if that's the case uh so yeah yeah here's i mean it is
0: i mean it is gonna be hard though because think about i mean think about how many i mean it's hard to say and I, i i know i know we joke about this a lot but who do you actually think killed more people Darth Vader or Kylo Ren because I mean they they blew up like multiple planets in episode 7 mm-hmm yeah I mean over the course of time with the Empire we know they at least just destroyed Alderaan with the Death Star but I mean you're I mean how many you know who killed more people and then in what was the book is it uh, bloodlines right like they it's a big deal that you know Leia is Darth Vader's Mm-hmm. Uh, cuz they don't people don't associate that. The Darth Darth Vader and Anakin
1: Skywalker. They don't associate that. Yeah, those two together uh or that she is Darth Vader's uh daughter. Yeah, which is which is a big deal. Um, you know, yeah, I mean everyone here here well, let me go back to one of your points about the Death Star and destroying of Alderaan. Uh I think I think Nick Starwin would would agree with what I'm about to say. It's called Star Wars. We're at war, okay? Mhm and uh the you know it's from the first order's perspective they had to take out this 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 republic and they did mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> they did i'd say so so i mean hux is responsible for all those deaths so is snoke and every guy in there who kind of pulled the lever and, and fired that bad boy so uh yeah there's there's that but so i don't know anyways i i just kind of when it's it's a, it's a cool thing to think about. I, I really don't know... Like, since this is the end of the Skywalker saga, I think, yeah, Ben Dimshin could happen. It's it's more likely to happen. I really thought that maybe they were going to kind of continue on and they weren't going to stop it here. And if that was the case, then I was like, oh, then just leave Ben Darkseid. You know, just leave Kylo Ren Darkseid and make him just some epic villain. Maybe he even wins, you know, for, for a mm-hmm. little while and they're going to keep going. But if they're ending this thing, then then I can, I can see it being um you know a redemption a story uh but it's just all in how they pull it off it's all in it's all in the execution and the little you know details and nuggets that they give us about his his backstory it's kind of like you know George said with Anakin or I'm sorry with with Darth Vader we didn't even know a, we're seeing the story through Luke's eyes and we're seeing you know Luke is the protagonist he's the hero but really it's a story about Darth Vader uh this this mm-hmm. father who's lost you know, everything, who's lost his son, his wife, and all his, you know, his kids, and he's fallen to the dark side, and it's, it's his return to the light. And we don't even realize it. The whole time we're watching it, we don't realize it until the end. And then it's like Luke telling us, Luke does the same thing that Ray is doing. There's still good in him, right? And then even Leia uh, kind of says that in the sequels, that I know there's still light in him. And, and, and you know, she starts to kind of, Luke is the one who, when he shows up, he's like, I can't save him. I can't save him. And she's like, I know, you know, uh, and he's, he, he tried and she goes, I know my son is really gone. And he goes, no one's ever really gone. So the, all those yeah. hints are there, they're all there to c- kind of suggest that we're headed this route. It's just all in how they pull it off. So I think we have to do it like later on, just like a huge, big, probably after the next trailer, uh, how are we going to pull off Ben Demption? What are the steps mm-hmm. you have to take and what's the best way to do it? Um, so Yeah. I don't know, because mm-hmm. my whole thing is I've, I've been thinking Finn is going to make this big sacrifice and Ray's going to realize, okay, Kylo is actually just gone. He's bad. And uh, she has to take him out, you know, because she lost Finn. Yeah, so so, I think it's the other way around.
0: Yeah. But, uh, all right, well, I think that's that's mostly about uh, as many as we're probably going to get to today. But I do have one quick – I mean, we need to – what are those foxes called in – the last, crystal foxes. Last shadow. Uh, the crystal foxes. Are they just called crystal foxes? I we need it because we don't really go down rabbit holes on this show. See. You know, crystal critters holes. You know, what do they call? Volprats. Vul- um, they. I think
1: they're called. Let's see. They're calling them. Volpex. Oh my. That's gosh. too much. Volpix. Like from Pokemon, because that's what they look like. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. They it's, look it's... like the
0: ice. They look like the ice version of Volpix from yeah. Pokemon. V U L P. T E X. Yeah, okay. Well, that's a blatant ripoff. Okay. Well, I let's go down <laughs> one of those those holes really okay, really quick yes. here. Okay. Really quick here as okay. So as as I just think more about Palpatine's involvement in episode nine, is it possible that, you know, I have talked about you know, you know, we we think about Palpatine and Ray being a clone. Uh, what if there's somebody else that may have blood lines or some sort of blood connection uh, to Palpatine, and it's you know General Hux. Hmm. Okay. And so he is kind of like let's just say for for sake of argument here. I don't know. I I think it's interesting. Okay. I, th- I think I. I haven't read this anywhere. I just kind of thought of this while we were talking. Yeah. Um. Because you know, it, it, I I think Ben, De- you know, you and I talk about, a lot about Ben Demption, and I do think you know there's there's validity to that, and that's what we say. How what is going to cause it? So, but you have to again. We 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 talk about the villain. We know Palpatine is is in this movie, but then again, we don't actually know he's in this movie <laughs> yeah. because. We we they showed trailers of 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 Luke saying all kinds of things yep. and they we thought Luke Skywalker is gonna walk out in that movie mm-hmm. at the end with a lightsaber and then he's there for two seconds. Yep. So I am not putting it past JJ Abrams to use Palpatine's laugh as some kind of a diversion. Yep. Like he's there, but it's not really that big of a deal. Sure. Yeah. I'm with you. So hear me out for a second here. So what if Hux is either a clone or possibly an heir, you know, to the Empire, Uh, you know, talking about we need a supreme leader, all of this stuff. We we know he has he talks with with Snoke. He clearly does not like Kylo Ren. Um, Do you think there's any possibility that he's like a secret Sith or... Or secretly, some kind of way related to Palpatine, and that way you could still have like, you know, it could you could totally just reveal the whole Luke, Ray is Luke's daughter, and and all of mm-hmm. this, you know, you could do that whole route. And then it's just kind of like the children, you know, like Han
1: Solo and Luke and Palpatine, and yeah, I see what you're saying. Yes, I do. Okay, so so Hux is is he. Um...
0: Any possibility he's, like, a clone or an heir of Palpatine somehow, like, related to him. I'm not saying he's, like, his kid. Like, he, you know, like, that's a weird image and gross image to think about. But, uh, you know, um, maybe some kind of, maybe a clone or something.
1: Well, I maybe. So, there's this, I mean, he he in the aftermath book there is a key. his father air quote his father uh if we're gonna take this this approach mm-hmm. is um Brindle Hux, hucks so right. um <laughs> who sired a bastard son so let's get back to sounds our suspicious. <laughs> sounds, sounds a little sus- suspicious right? uh don't get you know sir so does lord there. eddard stark yeah. okay and yeah, it's <laughs> a big lie so it, it, it very, that's exactly what i was gonna say is that if, if this is what you want to do you know Um, Promise me, Sheev. Yeah, promise me, Oh, (laughs) my (laughs) God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry. I can't, dude. I can't. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, yeah. So, let's go. I love this. This verb verb text uh, hole we're in here. Verb text hole we're in, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Armitage Hux, General Hux as we know him. Um, is, is born uh, on the planet uh, Arcanus around the time of the Battle of Yavin. So approximately, they're calling it 0 BBY. So uh, right around episode four, during the reign of the Galactic Empire. And his, yeah, so his father is, air quote, Brendel Hux. Um, although Brendel's wife, um, Martella, Mara, Maratella? Is this a... Are you kidding me? Because the name Mara is in it. It's i
2: mm-hmm.
1: hey, I'm just saying there's some suspicious uh-huh. behavior yeah, going <laughs> on. Yeah. Uh, so that individual was actually not his mother, making Armitage the bastard son of Brendel. Um, wow. Wow. Okay. So some affair that he had with uh, a, a kitchen woman is, is, is who is described here. So even as a child... He okay, harbored, literally could not be more. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. I mean, I mean <laughs> straight game of thrones here. Um Armitage uh, harbored notions of grandeur believing um it was his destiny to rule the galaxy. Uh, his father on the on the other hand had a low opinion of Armitage uh, who re- he regarded as frail and weak-willed. Uh okay, okay. So, let's see. Aha. Uh-huh. So, this goes into the Aftermath series a little bit here. So, Knowing that uh, Brindle disliked his own son, Grand Admiral Ray Sloan, suspected that Armitage uh, was abused psychologically and even physically abused by his father. Uh, So, okay, so she kind of takes him under uh, her wing a little bit. Uh, Here we go. Let's go a little bit further. So, unknown to uh, the Grand Admiral... Oh, boy. Oh, boy, we're getting into some stuff here. Um, Rax was... Okay, this is... Straight Contingency Plan. Okay, we're talking about some of that. Uh, he he gets involved with that. He's he's younger, and he's a part of the group that goes to the Unknown uh, Region. So, uh, Gallius Rex intended uh, to see the Empire reborn in the Unknown Region and therefore regarded the, the Huxes, Armitage in particular, as a valuable asset in his plan for the future. So, you know, Gallius Rex is also just an offshoot. I mean, he was handpicked and selected by Sheev Palpatine to kind of run this... Uh, Imperial remnant, and and, and so almost like he made a promise. Yeah, almost like he made a promise. She like I'll I'll do this, and I'll keep my eye on on old boy Hux there because that's a, that's one of your creations, maybe. So I see where you're going with this. I see what's happening. So and then from there, I mean, we don't really. He goes to an unknown, unknown region. His father dies, you know, there, and and then he comes back, and he's sort of the the the, the leader of um of of the uh, first order. So. Yeah, I don't re- we don't really know, right? Uh huh. Don't know much about him. So so maybe, maybe. I like this. I mean, what, so what do you think? He's is he actually like did Palpatine just possess him? Did he did Palpatine have I multiple? Possible. I think I see
0: that's why I think I think it's the, the idea of Palpatine possessing somebody. Like, mm-hmm. you know, straight up Voldemort style. Possessing Snoke. And then I think Hux is easily the next the next candidate because and then maybe he moves on to Ray, right? Because you you have to do something with Hux, because you've already kind of killed off Phasma, and Phasma's already been kind of your here. We're gonna introduce somebody, and you kind of kill him off, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, in 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 the original trilogy, they didn't really ever have that kind of sidekick character. But maybe I mean maybe kind of Jabba a little bit. Or you could almost maybe argue Boba Fett. Okay. Uh, I mean, y- you know, so but Hux is way more I- important than those guys. jabba's kind of does his own thing, and then uh, you know, Boba Fett we we kind of blew up into making him seem super awesome. Because uh, if you really just watch the the first two and the, those those movies, he's like doesn't really do anything. He just looks cool. But that's fine, because that's yeah. Boba Fett, and he's awesome. And then, you know, the expanded universe becomes amazing. But Hux is a bigger player than that, and you're going to kind of have to do something with him. Because if they just go to, the like, the Death Star, they find Palpatine, there's going to have to be... That's why I still think he's, like, the villain. I think he's going to end up being kind of the... The the villain that that Kylo Mm -hmm. Ren's going to have going to have to fight because you just have to do something with him. So how do you is there a connection there between him and Palpatine, Uh, whether it's Palpatine possesses him? You know, Tiffany had talked about um, him bringing Palpatine back. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe mean he was he's he's a part of the contingency plan. I'm guessing he he maybe got into some files and and sort of knew what Gallius Rex and, and Admiral Sloan were up to on Jakku with the whole observatory and stuff. So, yeah, there's there's uh, room or for maybe that. or maybe he's like your Jar Jar
0: Binks that was supposed to, you know, you, you know, the more we we talk about it, we think about it. It seems like Jar Jar Binks, who has yellow eyes, by the way, mm-hmm. um, you know, may have been actually a secret kind of Sith or something is totally probably um, God, not blanking on his name. Uh, Palpatine's master, uh, Plagueis. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know the, all those jokes, the Darth Jar Jar videos. But yeah, yeah. you know, maybe hey, they took an idea from that and they do it with Hux instead, and it
1: works a lot easier because Hux isn't annoying like Jar Jar was. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe it's something that people have bought into it. I could, I could see that happening. They, they took the idea, and are kind of rolling with it here. He's, he's been kind of laughed at in a different way. Yeah, I mean,
0: you, so. Kylo Ren throws him up against the wall. He chokes him. He's like getting him beat up, but he uh, still has a little bit of authority. You're not, You don't. You don't really fear him. Uh, I mean, the you know the first time you see Yoda, Yoda's. You're like, this guy's a joke, and then oh,
1: he's a Jedi Master. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. It would be. It's it's so much harder to see a Sith doing that and being you know putting up with that type of treatment, but.
0: I don't yeah. know. I mean, Palp- Palpatine does a great job of of hiding it. He just does it
1: in a different way. Yeah. He- oh, yeah, I think it can be hidden. Yeah, I think so. It's just it's when he's directly being confronted, especially when that that force throw and when he just kind of tosses him around uh right there before Kylo goes and fights Luke. I think that's man, it really just looked like awful for 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 Hux, you know. It just looked really bad and embarrassing in front of his men. It just, you know that rumor spreads it just sucks you know so because i want him to be a really hardcore villain who's the, the remember the trailer or there's a released image oh let me see It's uh, vanity fair the the new admiral that's that's hanging out with him right yeah so, I, I i haven't really dove into those vanity Fair uh things i don't want
0: too many spoilers going into this
1: yeah and these are just uh, it's just sort of him with another another like admiral or or, or something and and his name's mentioned in the captions there. I just don't know. I can't I, I sorry, I don't have it pulled up here, but uh just kind of I kind of wondered who that other group was, this other group of fighters that's coming in here. That's that's surprising to me that there's like another fleet uh if you will. And actually um here it is right here. Um it is Allegiant. The Allegiant General Pride. Uh that's Richard E Grant. Uh, so on the bridge of Kylo Ren's destroyer. So yeah, they're right there, First Order leaders. And it says First Order leaders. Okay, so maybe he's just a maybe he's a maybe he's just a yeah a different um, on a diff- from a different ship or what have you. Who knows? He's just there meeting with them. But he looks pretty epic, you know, as as, as a kind of a bad guy or another uh, player c- coming into this um, last film. Yeah, so, but I don't know. I like that Hux could be, dark side. It would be a huge twist. It, I, I, I don't see them doing it, but it would be. What do you think is going to happen with him? Uh, unfortunately, I think he's he's going to continue to be. Um, I think he will have a couple moments where he uses his own trickery and technology. That's been his thing. Is that he underst- he understands thing. He impresses Snoke by knowing how to track through hyperspace and he reminds me of uh, a character well he r- reminds me of of uh like not Grand Admiral Thrawn like not in his, his, the way that he you know, right kind of, uh, works but like the idea that uh, that Thrawn had all this different technology they had Wayland where you could go to the Emperor's storehouse and you had like like a, a a cloaking device you had a cloning facility and you had um well apparently you know here in in um the Last Jedi, he has the ability to track people through hyperspace. He can kind of put them on the end of, end of a string, and boom, he can follow them right to wherever they're at. That used to be the thing. If you could get to hyperspace, you could get out, you could get away, make one jump, make another jump, and really kind of throw people off your trail, and, and, and you were good. Mm-hmm. Um, you were safe, but not anymore. So he, I think he's going to continue down that route of like introducing new... Uh, new things uh, in, in in regard to whether it's just mass like big weapons or if it's going to be some new technology, a, a fleet of cloaking you know cloaked ships or whatever. I you know who who knows. But I think that's more of what he's with what he's going to be. He'll still be kind of fighting against maybe uh, Poe or some of the resistance. Uh, maybe they'll bring back some of those folks from The Force Awakens, some of the fighter pilots that we had like Snaps and stuff I, uh, to face him there. But yeah, I don't know that he's I don't know how he fits into. I actually think he kind of takes maybe a back seat, which is unfortunate too. Is that he's, he he doesn't really play as big of a role as as maybe we 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 think that he should. Do you uh, think he dies? Yes. Yeah, I I think he's going to die. Yeah. Uh and I think Uh that's interesting. That's a good that's a good question. Is he going to die because then the obvious I mean, we would we would think that like who would kill him? Is it Ray? There's no, there's nothing between him and Ray. He, he and Poe have a history. Um, he and Finn even have a little bit of a history. So you could see what you know Poe or Finn killing him. But if Kylo Ren kills him, it's just because he's mad and he pulls a Vader, you know, and he and he chokes him to death or something. That's what Vader used to do. He would just be like, "You made a mistake, so you're done." So it could be something like that. I mean. Who knows? But I feel like they're going to have some spat, but it's not going to be at, at the epic level that we think it's going to be. And it's going to, the, the main conflict will, obviously, is going to be between Ray and Kylo and uh, possibly Palpatine. Now, unless, like you say, the only other catch there is if, if Palpatine, if Rex, I'm sorry, or if, if, if Hux d- uh, did resurrect uh, Palpatine and, and has something to do with that and has been obsessed with bringing back sort of the glory of uh, the Empire, the Empire, so, yeah. you know, that would be a way in which you, which you could do it, but he's just a character, I mean, I just, I, I, I wanted so much more for him, and he just seems kind of laughable, and I get that's what you're saying, is that he seems kind of laughable right now, so wouldn't that be a big twist, wouldn't that be something that, you know, it, it all comes down to execution, we'd have to see him, maybe we see Kylo Ren kind of rough him up a little bit, and and it looks like he's still getting kind of toyed with or bossed around, but then you see him enter a secret chamber and communicate with Palpatine. I would get chills. I would be like, oh, he's playing him like a fiddle, even though yeah. he's taking all of this abuse and stuff. Yeah, he would be playing everyone like a fiddle, and that would be insane to think That'd about. be epic. That'd yeah. be pretty epic. Because I tell you, uh, you know, Kylo Ren, Ben Solo, is just obsessed with Darth Vader. He's obsessed with the idea that uh, of, of, of his grandfather. Not really the Empire, and, and all of all that the Galactic Empire stood for, he doesn't really, I don't think, care as much about that. He wants to rule. That's it. His his uh, grandfather was this great Sith Lord, so that's what he's interested in. Hux, we just read, you know, about his upbringing and how he wanted to live up to what his his father thought he was weak and pitiful. Um, and but he was raised by, you know, he kind of learned from Sloane and Gallius Rex, and uh, Rex even, you know, gives him a really command over the kids from Jakku like the the children, this next generation and says that uh, he has a great future that that there's a great destiny in store for him so I could see him really appreciating Emperor Palpatine and wanting to bring back that dominance and that power and caring enough there to be the person who would do that it's just like, is he the Sith Lord? maybe not, but unless he is attached, unless somehow Palpatine is attaching himself to him uh, yeah so, I don't know. Interesting. Cool. Uh, All right, man. Ball text. Hey, I just I like cool. to ask the questions nobody asks. Yeah, I don't know that many people, uh, you know, have... I know people were talking about Hux, but thinking about whether... I was really kind of... I've been kind of shocked about the idea that maybe he could bring Palpatine back or that he is, as you're saying, maybe like a puppet or even um, mm-hmm. more than that. Like, Palpatine attaches to him. So, it's really cool. Really cool, in my opinion. Oh cool! All right, well, guys,
0: uh, I think it's time to uh, sign off here. Uh, We want to thank you for hanging out in hyperspace. Uh, Next episode, we'll continue discussing your transmissions. So be sure to send us your Star Wars theories, origin stories, or some of your favorite memories from a galaxy far, far away.
1: If you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a transmission at hyperspacehangout at gmail dot com. We'll see you in a week, and remember that
0: traveling through hyperspace ain't like dusting crops.